This is another episode of Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. <laughs> Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Alright, thanks and welcome back to Main Corpse. I threw Matt off by talking first. I I actually was not going to say anything, so you would have to talk first. Well, great. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back to Main Corpse. Today we're going to do another episode of our Horror Derps. But first, we are going to try this year's um, Mystery Flavor Mountain Dew for um, 2022. I... I, I like that Mountain Dew is getting so like above. You ever heard the term like don't 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 go above your raisin, like don't try to don't try to like they're they're like we're basically wine now. Here's our 2022 vintage, uh, yeah, zero sugar mystery flavor. <laughs> the You're fact that they do so many zero sugar options is just awesome. It's it's outstanding, and I uh, we tried one. Did we do it for the episode the gingerbread one? Yeah, I, maybe. I don't know if we did. If we did, I'll have to go back and look. You know what? I don't think we actually tried it for the episode. I think we just tried it. We did the uh, fi- the the fire one, right? We did. That's the one the, we did. You know what? For Christmas, we'll do the gingerbread we one. We need to because we still have snapped. some cans of it left. Oh, my we God. We should totally do that. Yeah, definitely. All right, All right. So this is the 2022 Mystery Flavor Voodoo. It smells really good. It does. It smells it really smells- um like a Sour Patch kid. It kind of does. I was going to say it smells like a sour candy. Oh, that's really good. It's most definitely not candy corn this no, year. It is not candy corn. This so, tastes like um, Airheads Taffy. Last year was candy corn. This year is definitely not candy corn. It kind of smelled similar to me when I cracked it open, but I, I guess I was way off. Hmm. Swedish Fish or Sour Patch Kids. So it does remind me of a Swedish fish or, yeah, a Sour Patch Kid or maybe an Airhead, like you said. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is really Lightly good. cherry is it what is, it is. It, is it, it definitely has a cherry flavor to it. Uh, it. It tastes a little fake, but that's what you get with Mountain Dew. It's still really good. I mean, that's what Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish and Airheads taste like. Just a little bit fake. Which I love. Me too. <laughs> Which I absolutely... I just ate an I Airhead love. before you guys came over I today. I love air- I had one the other day. Yeah. You know my favorite thing about Airheads? When you let them like sit in your mouth for a minute and they get really grainy. Have you mm. ever had that yeah. happen to them before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best part. Dude, Um. so mm. on the topic of Airheads, um, I think I'm going to riot if the watermelon seed Airheads <clears throat> never come back. Oh, those were so cool. They were. You just now made me remember that. Yeah. That is a, uh, that's a recovered memory, folks. Um, I feel yeah. like aliens stole it from me and it just came I'm back. I'm going to riot about it. And you know who also doesn't do the watermelon seed candies anymore? Who? Taco Bell. They used to put they them in totally that drink. They totally did in that drink. Oh my! No, second recovered memory of the evening. Yeah. Um, and I found yeah. that I have a niche for watermelon seed candy. I, me too. They're absolutely delicious. And mm-hmm. and they I feel super oh God, fancy and special. When I have it. Yeah, and it, like crunchy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's amazing. So I got seconds because it's so good. It is I really good. I'm going to do one more myself. Highly recommended. If you guys see it out somewhere, um, whether the full sugar or the zero, I'm, I'm assuming both are fantastic. Um, try it out. This one is better than last So year's. what if they're, okay, but here's the thing. What if they're fucking with us and it's a different flavor for the full sugar one? And how would we know? Mm-hmm. How would we know? We should have tried both. 
We should have tried. <clears throat> we should have gotten a, okay. a bottle of each. Michael and uh, Britt are trying the full sugar one right now. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Should we? We should totally go steal that from them really quick and get two shots. Yeah. Okay, we won't. They'll we be won't. fine. Fine. We'll just compare notes afterwards. Uh, tasting notes. Oh my gosh, that's good. Um, this would pair well with uh, like a Walmart American cheese. I'm, I'm trying to be. <laughs> And uh, some great value green olives. Oh, gross. Mm, there we go. <laughs> and not because I don't like olives. I love olives, but how, you're disgusting. <laughs> is, is, is that what you put on the Slim Jim charcuterie board? Don't bring that up because that's not I will fair. never stop. Not fair. So, no, actually, I put really good Kalamata olives on that one. Okay, but, like, how funny would it be if we, like, did... <laughs> A Walmart charcuterie board. And we did it like on a Tupperware lid. We totally should. We totally because should. Because that one, that one actually had, that had a really expensive farmhouse cheddar on it. And it had really good Kalamata olives off of the olive bar at Kramer. Yeah. I got them off of that. They had like the um, garlic in them and everything. Ooh, they did. were super good. Fancy bitch. Um, mm-hmm. I just got home and I didn't have pepperoni or summer sausage and I had a Tabasco Slim Jim. So it looked really nice on there. It fit well. So, you know. I like that you're like arguing with me and I didn't start an argument. I feel like I have to defend myself because if you're listening to this and it's your first time, you're like, um, what boy, now? Matt's weird. And Matt, I don't, I don't okay, like that. Matt. They're tuning into yeah. a thing called the main corpse. Yeah. I don't think they care that we're a little weird. All right. So All right. I totally did make a Slim Jim charcuterie. All right. Let's uh, let's let's not dwell on it. So are you ready to talk more about recovered memories? Oh, no. Did I accidentally? You didn't. But this is going to be a recovered memory for you, I think. Oh, really? Can you can, should we say who gave this one to us? Let's do it. Cool. So this was actually sent to us by one of our listeners, uh, Bethany. Who I'm not going to give out Bethany's last name. I'm not that guy. Bethany will know when she hears it. Um, we will also uh, send her a quick message and let her know that the episode is going to feature her story. Um, so make sure you listen to it. Make sure you tell us what you think, Bethany. But we're going to cover the story that you sent us. Yeah, and I think this is something we might turn into a full length at some point if I can get more information. <clears throat> okay. But what I've got right now is enough for a short. Sweet. So let's talk about it. Do you remember what happened in 2005? It was local to Clarksburg, and everyone um, was talking about it. So in 2005 in mm-hmm. Clarksburg. Mm-hmm. That would fit with I, our show because everything was going on in 2005. I feel like I got swindled on a weed dump plant. Um, <laughs> uh I feel like, let's see. I know, I, I feel like I know what you're talking about, but maybe I was just stopped thinking about it and, and just don't remember it. So I'm going to I'm gonna plead the fifth here and say I don't really remember. Do you remember the um, Hardee's double murder? Oh, I do. The murder Hardee's. Me and Brittany still make that joke when we go by that place. Exactly. Um, not necessarily a joke, but we call it the murder Hardee's. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So um, for those of you who aren't locals, and I think that's actually a surprising number of you. Yeah. Um, in 2005... Police were investigating the slayings of two fast food restaurant employees that were murdered and found in the employee area of a Hardee's near Clarksburg. Um, The gentleman who did it was um, William Boggs, 
of Clarksburg. See, I he, know that name now. I remember this. He was a local. Um, at the time, he was 49. Um, and he had, after committing this crime, attempted suicide. <sighs> because he realized what he did. Mm-hmm. He ended up pleading insanity. But he was still arrested and charged with two counts of first-degree murder. Um, and they didn't set a bond for it. So what brings me to this today, um, at 62, he would like to be moved to, and we just talked about this on a recent episode, uh, the Sharp Hospital in Weston. Really? And it's currently being considered that he get moved to essentially our newest insane asylum. It's not, but is at the same time, Sharp Hospital. And he has been deemed acceptable to interact with the public. So he will be moving shortly. Oh, no. Um, I don't know that it's an oh, no. Maybe he's really reformed. Maybe uh, the system actually worked. I don't. How how old were these two workers? I think they were in their early 20s. But let I mean, that's me, tragic. I mean, that's yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. I, maybe I should take back the oh no. Um, maybe I should read a little bit more about this. Do we know what his motive was or anything like that? We definitely need to do a longer episode on this. I think um, there is not a ton of information. Oh boy, to do that episode, but. Yeah. There has to be someone we can talk to because, I mean, what what gets me, though, like the, the, maybe the reason I said, oh, no, as soon as you started talking about this, it is really weird how we how we take um, true crime in our local communities and it turns into urban legend almost. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I remember when this happened um, and we still to this day call that Hardee's the murder Hardee's. Every time we go by it, without even thinking about who the victims were, what the motivation was, where the killer is. Uh, so it's pretty wild to me how how things like that just kind of turn into um, local folklore almost. Right. Yeah. So but what's what's odd about it is you're talking about something that only happened 17 years ago. The parents and loved ones of those people are, are very much still here yes. and lost someone at the age of of 20, 21, 22, early 20s. And and that that wound has to still be very much open because I was about that age around 2005. So just something to think about. You were um, that age around 2005? I, I, I was that. a sophomore in high school. Well, I was just graduating because I got held back in kindergarten. So. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One was 24 and the other was 46. Okay. So they're not... I mean, that doesn't make it better, but I, I mean... Yeah. Um, you know, still two relatively young people um, who who probably... Oh, man. Like I said, their families are likely still around here. Yeah. Um, still very much an open wound. I don't think anything like that And for like those of you who easier. are confused by what Matt said, um, that Hardee's did permanently close yeah, after did. that happened. It, yep. it briefly reopened, and then they realized that that was a faux pas and yeah. closed permanently. Yeah, and every time we drive by where it was, yeah, again, we still we still say it. I mean, we I, it's just something that's built into the, the local folklore around here now. Yeah. For the people that remember it. 
so we're definitely going to take a deeper dive on this, but mm-hmm. this was something that since it's happening now, I wanted to talk a little bit about yeah, it, especially super topical. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because it's not um, something as, I don't know, talked about currently as like Dahmer. Right. Like that just dropped on Netflix and everyone's mm-hmm. talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, whether they like it or they hate it or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is topical now. This is local, and yeah. um, and this and this affects our local community a lot. I mean, there yeah. there there are likely still. I don't know. I don't know how much it'll actually affect really anything. He's just getting moved to a hospital. All, all I really mean is just the um, the mostly the families of, of these people. I mean, I would I would assume that there are dozens of people in our general area um, who will be affected here's, kind of by it. Here's so. my thing about it. I can't tell you how many times when I lived in Weston. We got alerts locally because someone had escaped that right. hospital. So that's the only thing I have an issue mm-hmm. with. And maybe this is, my gosh, my my new working environment is really, like, changing me as a person because mm-hmm. I'm looking at the positivity here. Maybe positive intent. He has, in fact... Not necessarily changed, but at the time was having just a horrible mental break. And he's he's healed mentally. I mean, I hope. I hope so. Um, At the same time, putting someone who was responsible for what sounds like the cold-blooded murder of of two people in an area where they could get away. I remember remember this getting talked about. Mm -hmm. To this day, I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I don't either. I I try to steer way clear. I don't get updated by a television station the way my parents did Mm -hmm. do. Um, And... Even as a teenager, I I didn't know anything about what was going on in the news except like really big headlines that everyone was talking about, mm-hmm. and everyone was talking about this. I still remember my dad like coming in with all these details after work, like, yeah, I heard that such and such was here and they found this and blah blah. And we have literally no way to look at that. We have right. no way to prove it. We don't have any like it's all hearsay and gossip and. Whatever, but it was such a big thing for so long when she brought it up to me. I was just like, oh, yeah, that did happen here. Like, yeah, yeah so good one, good one to bring up, Bethany. This is this you're is, amazing, Bethany. Thank this you. This is actually likely to turn into a very deep dive, full length episode. So I think we should both kind of look into it and just see what resources yeah. we can find. Let's do it. And then we can possibly turn this into a full length um, for next month yeah. uh, because this is this is very interesting. Um, I want to know more about uh, his mental health at the time and possibly more about it now and and see how we feel about it. Because oh, it's, and the, it's interesting. the correct term now is behavioral health hospital. Yeah, we said insane asylum. It is a behavioral health uh, hospital facility. Yeah, yes. hospital facility. Listen, <laughs> I'm, we I'm the just talked about the Trans-Allegheny Asylum and that was mm-hmm. the only word that would come to mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, good one. Good one to talk about. We will we will see if we can find more information to deep dive this. If not, you can easily search this on Google yourself and find Party's some additional Murders, info. Party's Murders Clarksburg. That's yeah. what I looked up. Yeah. Can you find the original um, articles from when it happened? Sure did. Oh, nice. Okay. We can take a look at this. Yeah. We can do that. All right. Cool. Great episode. All right, guys. Um, that's literally all I've got for today, but... Hopefully we come up with a little bit more on it and um, 
if we don't keep sending in suggestions because that was super interesting is, for me. I'm really glad she brought that up. Me too. Because I have not talked about that or even thought about it for like, I mean, I'm going to say 15, a good 15 years. It's yeah, been out it, of became, yeah. it became such a household like urban legend lore mm-hmm. that you just kind of like, oh yeah, that exists and so does that the happened. man. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But in this case, there are real victims. There's a real there's a real murderer. And, yeah. And now there's an update on the case. So yeah. super interesting. All right. So that's all we have for tonight. Stay creepy. Stay creepy, guys. Stay creepy, guys.